If you've ever been to Europe, you've probably seen some really incredible buildings, some churches, and some monuments, and maybe one of the more mind-blowing things for a stupid American tourist such as myself is realizing how old so many things are in Europe. I mean, obviously, World War II destroyed a lot, but if it's a building older than the 40s, typically it's really, really old. Here in America, we think that an old building is 100, 150 years old, but, but over there, it's pretty common to see buildings that are 300, 400, 500, or, or even like 1,000 years old almost. Think of the Pantheon in Rome. That's about 2,000 years old almost. Uh, or even just St. Peter's Basilica over there. That's a building that construction began on about 500 years ago. And you just think about that. Almost half a millennium ago, a building was, began construction and it is still standing today. And if you're like me, when you're over there, you really think to yourself, these buildings were built to last. There are so many buildings here, at least in our country, just think of a typical house that doesn't really look itself after about 30 or 40 years. Uh, but over in Europe, they're built differently. There's no plywood in St. Peter's Basilica. In order to withstand the test of time, you need strong materials, stone, the strongest of stone that can withstand tremendous weight, erosion, and time. And anyone who's ever had to build a structure knows that the quality of the materials will in many ways determine the quality of the building. And I want us all to think about that in light of the second reading that we heard today. St. Peter talks about how we, you and I, are called to be living stones being built up into a temple for God's glory. So what are we building and what are our materials? Well, in order to understand this, we have to realize that St. Peter, in this letter, was essentially writing to the universal church. It was the, really the first papal encyclical written by the first pope, St. Peter, and written to the citizenry, written to all of us, written to the lay faithful of the church. And he is imploring them to be built up into living stones as a temple for our God. If we consider the church, the, the, the body of Christ, to be a building, we can see Jesus as the cornerstone. And then maybe the apostles are the columns or the supports that are holding up that building, of course, resting on that cornerstone. But the apostles are sort of keeping the building up. And then the rest of us sort of fill out the structure with the other stones, whether it's the roof or the walls or the floor, whatever that might be working together to build up that temple. And so that is what St. Peter is talking about when he says to be built up as living stones. That to not just think of the church as a building, but as a body, a group of people, the body of Christ himself. And you and I are called to be living members of that body, part of that structure that is meant to give life to the world. We are meant to build up the body of Christ in our own way, in our own unique circumstances, and in our own unique vocations. This is the calling and the duty of each and every one of us. And the church is a, a sort of a threefold way 
of describing this vocation of the laity given to us at baptism. It's sort of three parts to it. See, at baptism, we were anointed with holy chrism on our foreheads, the same oil that's eventually used at our confirmation. And we were consecrated as priest, prophet, and king. Priest, prophet, and king. That is the threefold mission of every baptized member of the body of Christ to build up the kingdom of God. So what do we mean by we are consecrated as priest? Well, priest is someone who offers sacrifice to God. That's kind of a bare bones definition. And more specifically, in the vocation of the laity, we are called to offer up our daily lives. The little hardships, the small crosses, maybe the moments where patience is running thin, or even just our daily occupations, or even the moments of relaxation. We are called to offer these things to our God as a prayer. And this is what St. Peter means when he says we are called to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God as a chosen race, a royal priesthood. We are called to be the priests of our ordinary lives, to offer up our daily lives to God as a pleasing offering and as a prayer to him. And then maybe prophet. You think of the Old Testament, a prophet was someone who boldly proclaimed the message of God to the people around them. And we are called to give witness to Jesus by our words and our actions, to proclaim the power of God in our lives. And that that simply means to proclaim what God has done for us and to invite others to experience it too. That's literally what it means to be a prophet in our world today. To proclaim what God has done for us and to invite others to experience it too. And then third and finally, the kingly mission of baptism. that The lay faithful, brothers and sisters, are called to make the entire temporal order, the entire world, more under the rule of Christ the King. And the more that we place our daily endeavors, our ordinary lives, under the command of of Christ the King, the more kingly you and I become. And we know that Christ is already King of the universe, but the only thing that is lacking in that is our cooperation with his kingship. And it is the job and the mission and the vocation of the laity to help bring our earthly surroundings more and more under the rule of Christ the King. So this is what the church wants for every baptized member of the body of Christ. This is the vocation of a lay Catholic in our world. And especially, brothers and sisters, this is a vocation meant to be primarily not just lived in the church, but to be lived out in the world. What do I mean by this? Well, there are so many people who are very generous and who are lectors and Eucharistic ministers, musicians and hospitality folks who who help us at the church, and we're obviously very grateful for it. We need it. But your vocation is not just to assist us, the priests. That's not your calling. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to be lived outside these walls. That is primarily where your vocation is lived, not primarily in the church. You know, although many people 
do with giving of their time. But yours is a vocation meant primarily to be lived outside these walls. To engage our temporal world and in temporal affairs and help order those things according to the plan of God. And this involves everything, brothers and sisters. It involves our families, our friends, and our careers even too. How can I help to order my career towards the gospel? How can I direct my family closer to Christ? How can I help my friends to come to know Jesus better? Everybody from the golfing buddies to the gal pals. How can I help them to know Jesus better? How ready, do I, how ready am I to offer to lead prayer for family functions or even among friends? Or maybe that neighbor down the street who I know is Catholic, who I haven't seen at Mass in an age. How can I bring the faith into our conversations or maybe invite them to the parish for something? This is what it means to be priest, prophet, and king. The mission given to us at the day of our baptism. And truth be told, brothers and sisters, if the vocation of the laity is lived out well, then our world outside of these walls is more ordered to and centered around Christ. Now that is a big ask for a lot of us. And it means proclaiming the gospel very boldly and unapologetically to a world that is only moving further and further away from Christ. But this is how we become holy, brothers and sisters. This is how God wants us to be holy and draw other people to holiness. We cannot be afraid of holiness, fearful of our calling or apprehensive toward our vocation. To be a living stone, St. Peter proclaims today, is to announce the praises of God in our everyday lives, not just here, but out in the world. To make the world holy and others holier by our example and our witness. So let us today reclaim our identity, the baptismal identity as priests, prophets, and kings in the church. Let us live out our calling to evangelize and live as Christians in the world. So that we might be living stones in the temple that is the church. And that what we build might glorify our God stand the test of time, and be a place of encounter with Jesus.